family. Everybody, welcome to 235. We're talking about family. We're talking about Fast X. Um, Keeks had his premiere for Right Club. We're going to talk about that and how that went down. A very cool experience, awesome theater experience, and an incredible moment for him and his students who worked on the film. Uh, the normal rundown, favorite trailer, movie news, main thing we watched. Uh, a little bit of a tighter take today, uh, but yeah, that's uh, that's basically it for the rundown. Uh, so let's uh, jump right into it. Keeks, what's what's new and what's going on? After uh... wow, nine months. Nine months of pre-production, production, post-production, everything. The film is done. It has been screened, and it is screening at all at uh the district megaplex location three different times until this Thursday. So if you live in the area, if you listen to the pod, drive to South Jordan, drive to the megaplex at the district, catch a showing. It's it's only seventy one minutes with trailers in front of it too so get there around 15 20 minutes late movies 51 minutes long it is a feature find it on imdb review it on letterboxd uh we are doing a very very special showing at the high school this wednesday so again if you live in the area at least come to the high school this wednesday we'll have shirts we'll have sticker packs uh we'll have all different things that people are going to be able to do to come support the copper hills uh video production and tv broadcasting program please 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 come through the showing will start at seven um we're gonna hopefully have some snacks there too and um yeah just come enjoy a night at the movies oh i love it and uh, the other thing is uh go buy some seats at the district yep. you don't even have to show up but do show up support this um, film half of the proceeds half of the ticket costs will go to my program so if you just buy the seats and don't show up even you should show up but if you're out of state and you want to support buy five tickets and uh half of that will go to my program we'll, we'll put in the we'll put in the link sure will we'll I put will it on the link, we'll, we'll put on the episode notes with your budget do you have an allotted budget each year for just your specific program yes i do i need i did I last time I asked, they were still in the process of getting the funds updated for next year as well. So I want to figure out. I would imagine we spent around two thousand dollars to make this movie. Wow, because we had most of the equipment and most of it was feeding cast and crew every day. Yeah, yeah, that makes and sense. Because you guys, like, you that's guys, literally what we spent the money on, dude. The whole month of February. I mean, I know um, at the premiere, Keeks did a great job just emceeing, uh, talking about how it all went down, but. I remember the month of February, dude, you were spending five to six hours, if not more, after school each day, just like filming. Yeah, I was probably at the school, I don't know, like 14, 15 hours a day in Dang. February. I just had a, a Take some I just had a meeting with my students who will be in the film class next year. I just had one with them on Friday. We have like a learning time thing, and I had to be like, Listen, everyone, this is going to be a very big commitment. This is what you can expect. This is what we're doing. If you don't think you're up to it, please let me know, and I will find someone to take your place. Yeah. I and do not want to hear. I don't want to hear come February, so I didn't think this would be a good idea. It's like, great. You're welcome to leave. Go ahead and uh, step on out. I do not want to have to deal with people, you know, twenty uh, hindsight is twenty twenty type people. Clear-cut clear expectations, because expectations... If you have unrealistic expectations, that leads to disappointment. But having clear-cut expectations of what you need to do helps. Mm -hmm. So 
Sure but does. I will say, man, like uh, hats off to you and your students. That was so fun to watch. Very original script, too. I thought it was very cute and charming. Um, I thought the performances were wonderful for your students and I had a blast. Like there were some jokes and dialogue that actually had me laughing. So and I loved there were some great framing shots, too. And uh, what a great stepping stone for your students. And awesome to see SFT Productions on there. So sure was. I thought first it was first of many. Yeah, I thought it was just a really sweet time. And I, I was so touched by the support of all the students that came um, when you brought all the students down, everybody involved in the project and just seeing all the families there was really sweet. So you should feel very proud, Keeks. Like I, I'm proud of you as a co-host. And it's just so cool what you guys did that you actually had this movie playing at a Meta Megaplex. That is that is so cool. Shouts out to the Megaplex. I know we talk with them and, you know, I, I've chatted with them. We've chatted with them. Um, let's make this happen. Let's get this. Let's get this sponsorship going. We would make a great team and you all know it as well. I got this comment. I so I posted it in a local Utah filmmakers uh, Facebook page, uh, you know, come support the film and everything. And uh, I got a response saying true congrats to you and your team. I used to teach at East Hollywood High School, which is like a performing arts high school here in Utah. Uh, they have the talent and skills to have done this, but you all did it. Great job. So uh, if you have kids that are going to high school, getting into high school, transfer to Copper Hills High. If they want to make films. It's the place they'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, so cool. Keeks, your teacher of the year award, man. Get it. Get that hardware. Even if you don't get the hardware and a lot of people's hearts, you are. So I, cool. I really you made a movie. Appreciate it. You made a movie. And not only that, um, you helped these students write, direct, edit, act. I mean, for me personally, if I was like delegating, I probably would have been like, okay, I'm gonna jump in. I want to do this. I do. I'm sure you had to hold yourself back and let them learn on their own and do hands on because that's the best way to learn. So Yep. Hats off to your patience and your ability to teach with experience. So I think that's so cool. Those first couple of days, the first day it was like everything was just framed like in the middle. Like there was no, you know, there was no composition. There was nothing really like that. And um, I kind of added that first, those first two days, I stepped in a little bit. And I was talking with the director being like, look, like I'm, I, I don't feel like I should be stepping in. But if you need the help, I guess I can. Like, I, I don't really want to. And so they were very clear of like, no, you should stay. Like, we, we'd like if you stay out. So I stayed completely out. And that was also something I was like, okay, I got I to gotta keep out of this. And their confirmation of that really helped of like, okay, cool. I'm doing the right thing. They got to make these mistakes now. Because if they don't, then they'll make them in four years when they're on a massive set. Yes. Yeah. Cool um, look back, especially at the, that, their age. So love Best it, man. new release cool. of 2023. A plus suite. Oh, another thing is uh, the poster. Very cool. I love the poster of Riot Club. Yeah. Uh, seriously, shouts out. Uh, one of my students who's in video two is in like uh, the marketing classes and they love to do Photoshop. So I brought them into this uh, last semester so they could do all of our marketing and design and everything. And they did an awesome job, like an absolutely yeah. incredible job. Yeah. Another thing is one of your students said, I love the podcast and shook my hand. So I don't know which doing that was. I didn't get his name. We had to kind of rush out of there. Uh, but great, great students. So they, they're listening to this now. They up. brought it up and they they were like, oh, I don't know. I don't know if I freaked him out. I'm like, you did not freak him out. So this is confirmation to that student. You know right. who you are. You did not freak him out. Yeah, no, I, I appreciate the handshake. It was very nice. Very kind. Thanks for listening. <laughs> exactly. Um, okay. Uh, do, do it. You, 
I, I don't even, yeah, I, I, my last little thing about it is, you know, the theme of this whole year has been, um, you know, I, I was working in film, like doing production and I had worked on uh, a feature film set and then Shelby Oaks coming out later this year as associate producer. Um, it was kind of like a, the whole theme of the movie is when your life changes and what you think is going to happen does not happen. How do you adjust? And um, I saw a lot of that in my students of them, like realizing I thought I was going to do this for the rest of my life, but now I don't think I will. Like, what am I supposed to do? And rediscovering or finding new passions. So that's a great thing. I like that. Okay. Good theme. Good theme. All right. On to a uh, favorite trailer. I think you and I both have the same favorite trailer. Uh, without further ado, that is Martin. That's Martin. Martin Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon trailer dropped this week. It is a whopping three and a half hours long. It premiered recently at the, is it Cannes? Cannes. Cannes. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, the Raising Cannes Film Festival. <laughs> oh, I would love a Raising Cannes. <laughs> sure Festival. would. <laughs> just a nice uh, box combo for every ticket bought oh box combo that sounds good don't te- don't tempt me i might do that here this week i, I need one i need a canes i need a yeah. caniac or box combo mm-hmm. gotta go to the post malone uh restaurant but anyways college the- back to killers of the flower moon uh very positive reviews this looks great i'm excited uh martin scorsese all-time director uh without a doubt he's top three Goat ever talk yep yeah so i'm excited i'm excited to see this i think it's just gonna be what what's funny about this trailer is it had me thinking like oh i think oppenheimer might win best picture then i saw this i was like uh sorry nolan <laughs> sorry <laughs> oh my god i know sir i've watched that trailer i can't tell you how many times and the fact that it ends with can you spot the wolves in this picture it's got all like the oil barons turning around, looking at the camera. Brendan Fraser. We get a new uh, still of Brendan Fraser. You know, we had that one of the whale that was out for two years. And uh, we get a new yeah. one. New one with him in a f- nice fancy suit. Uh, this movie is going to be incredible. It's my number one most anticipated. Uh, it was my first draft pick of the um, uh, if we could watch one movie right now draft last week. Uh, great episode, oh, was, by the way. Check it out. That was a fun. That was a fun sequence. I was listening. To that. I was like, ah. Wish I wish I could have done my draft. What which what would you have been your first two picks? My first pit, two picks would have been Dune Part Two and Spider Verse. Cool. Yep. Yeah. Good choice. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Buzz is going crazy. Nine minutes standing ovation. Uh, Lily Gladstone, who's uh, one of the leads, uh, DiCaprio's wife. It's going to be amazing, and all of the different input that they had from the Osage Native American tribes in the film to kind of like help mold it. Uh, very yeah. cool. Very cool to get that accuracy in. Yeah, so I'm I'm excited for Killers of the Film, uh, Killers of the Flower Moon. That's hard to say if I, really fast. Yeah, kind that of drops like October 9th. When yeah, is it? Apple TV Plus. Is it gonna hit theaters? I hope so. I really hope so. I I seeing the Irishman like was cool on Netflix, but like this one, I don't know. Yeah. That opening shot of the Native Americans dancing around the oil in slow motion, like I got to see that on the big was- screen. Yeah, so I, I'm gonna I want I want to see this on the big screen. So that's that's the plan there. Speaking and, of the big screen, this is the big uh, one. This is the big reckoning, one, ladies part- and gentlemen. Like Killers of the Flower Moon is gonna be a quality, probably best picture winning film. Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning, also a uh, high quality best picture winner quality film. Man, it is a. Uh, 
the first of two parts to the last Mission Impossible film. Tom Cruise, I don't know who's going to fill his shoes. Oh, wow, that rhymed. Um, new trailer, what'd you think? I'm gassed up. I'm ready. I'm ready for Ethan Hunt. I'm ready for some backstab stabbing. I'm ready for some uh, some twists, some turns. Just when I watched fast when we watched Fast Fast X, which I'll get to, fun action flick. Mission Impossible is just on a tier. Yeah. That is S tier action movies. I mean, the past like 10 years that mission I mean, all the Mission Impossibles are fun. Even the even the second one is fun. Which one is it? The one or third one? Second one. You think of the second one. You think about the uh, the John John Wu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Even that one's a blast. Um, yeah, I'm hyped, dude. I think this could be a potential AA plus movie. So I'm ready for it. Some of the stunts are crazy, man, and great that we get another Mission Impossible and Spider Verse in the same year. Last time that happened, the last time we had new Spider Verse and Mission Impossible movies, they also both came out the same year. Yep, and And Mission Impossible: Dead Reckoning. Mm-hmm. Drop July twelfth. Yep, like five days before. Uh, uh, or however, it's like maybe, or it's like nine days before. Uh, Barbie, Barbie. Barbie. July is stacked. Two Ooh. weeks after Indiana Jones. We're eating big. Sweeteners. Which which Dial Destiny's getting some mixed reviews, so we'll see. Sweet film talk meet up. Be there, and we'll get our own reviews. Sure will. June 30th. I guess we'll probably what go June 30th or do we want to go the 29th? We'll figure it out. Oh, oh we'll figure it out. But yeah, yeah, we'll be there. Um so yeah. I can't wait. I don't know. And it's also like still really ambiguous. Like it's a great trailer. Both of these trailers are great examples of getting hype while also like I, I don't know what's gonna happen in the movie. Yeah, I love it. I love mm-hmm. it. Um favorite thing we watched, we already just t- kind of talked about it. Yeah, right, right club. club. Um, it'll probably Blast. be out for streaming on Friday. We're gonna throw it on our YouTube channel. Be like five bucks to rent it, uh, or to buy it. Five bucks, you know, throw five bucks. All of it goes towards a good cause. That's my favorite thing. Uh, do you have another favorite thing that you watched? Something else you liked? Um, I think I talked about two weeks ago. Succession. We are like seven episodes behind to being caught up. We've been binging it hard. Mm-hmm. Uh, when, I was listening to the last take when you had um, Sprank Derb and Tim Lee on, and you guys talked about succession. You said the word succession. I skipped like five minutes ahead. I don't know if you talked about spoilers, but I was no, like, still fine. So succession's great. We will be reviewing this probably a week after Memorial Day. Yeah, that sounds about right. The, the, la- the finale is this Sunday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's, it's great. It's it's great. So I'm, I'm excited. You know what succession is? It's Game of Thrones without the dragons. <laughs> kind of yeah it is yeah i mean that's kind of what it is it's just more of like you know media world and whatnot so you, you know about my it. favorite you know about my favorite tweet that's um uh guy watches the boss baby two, the second movie he's ever seen in his life and says this has given me real boss baby vibes it's um the equivalent of a. Uh, I once had friends basically tell me they're like they watched uh james bond no time to die and they're like you know it, it took a lot of stuff from Avengers Endgame made me realize, oh, you don't get out to see a lot of movies often. And I feel like that's how we sound is succession is a lot like Game of Thrones. You know what I mean? Like without the dragons, it's like we've watched one political intrigue show and watch our second one. And that's what we think of. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, you know, there's there's a throne. There's a throne kind of involved. So it kind of has 
yeah. So, but it it, it kind of goes hand in hand. There's been a lot of like films and kind of entries, kind of similar to Succession. But man, the performances are great. My uh, favorite character, I think I talked about this, but my favorite character is Roman, dude. Roman cracks me up. It's so he, interesting. His, I hate Roman. His wit, really, his wits and his dialogue make me laugh. Like it just, it's great. He's so hard. Like Kieran McCulkin kills it as Roman. He is good. I love Cousin Greg and I love Tom. I just think both of them together is always the best part of the show. Tom Tom has definitely grown on me. Yeah, the sure. disgusting brothers. Got to go get me some Greglets. Season one and two, Kendall was my favorite. Then season three, just couldn't do with Kendall. Like he just <laughs> he lost out of favor for me. So that's that's how it's been. But that's what's so fun about the show is you really are bouncing back and forth. So, mm-hmm. anyways, um, that's that. Should we read the new review that we had? Then get into Fast X. Please out. I was just looking at it. I just brought it up. This is from Classic Rocker Twenty One Twelve, and they said five stars and two thumbs up. Quality podcast that balances its subject matter with friendly banter. Keeks and TC are mindful of the audience and keep their episodes tight. Usually at an hour, un, at or under an hour, makes them easily digestible and leaves me wanting more. Love that they forsake all pretentiousness in their reviews and how great they produce this podcast, if for no reason other than that they love movies. Movies rock. We've said it all the time. Thank you to that review. Um, that's why I've done it. We've done it for five years because I don't know. We enjoy doing it. I. You know, it's not not a not a not a crazy amount of time that we got to put into it, but we like to go watch movies. Always have. Yeah. No. I. I. I look, very kind review. Thank you to submitted that. Uh, thank you to all you sweets for listening and for always just. Um, my, one of my favorite things about the podcast is just the interactions that we have with you all on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a lot of fun. So we don't do it often. We need to step up our Instagram game, but when we do, it's a blast. It's true. So, well, and I've talked about it. Like I used to spend a lot of time making graphics and just they would get no traction. And now whenever we post like once a month, just a picture of you and I, uh, our most recent one has like 80 likes on it or something like that. Not to say that it's like a ton of likes, but it's like, it's just a picture of you and me. And that's what the people like. It's got 89 likes on it. 90 likes on it. That's great. Yeah. It's just uh, a funny so yeah. thing. Everybody, thank you. Um, submit, submit, submit those five star reviews. Uh, give us some feedback: what you like and what you don't like. What we're doing, and uh, yeah, it's true. We try not to be pretentious. Like what you like, absolutely. Movies not. rock. They sure do. They Speaking do. Of movies that rock. And this movie. Give us the rundown, geeks. It's more of a little bit of it. It doesn't so much rock. It's it's uh, it pebbles more than anything. But um, this is Fast <laughs> X. Apparently, the first part in a trilogy of movies to finish this whole fast saga, starring Vin Diesel, Michelle Rodriguez, uh, Tyrese, Ludacris. Oh gosh, who else is in this? John Brie Larson, Cena, Jason, Brie Larson, Jason Momoa. If the if if they're if they've uh, taken performance enhancing drugs and have been in the movie industry, they are in this film. Um, and it's basically picking up. <laughs> Picking up where we kind of left off last with Dom, which as kind of a lead into this movie, you're not going to we've seen all of them. And I was so lost for the first 30 minutes of this film. But what? <laughs> let me yeah, let me yeah. What made me laugh so hard? I, I'm gonna, I, like, OK, everybody knows the Fast and Furious movies. You go in and you just have you, you you prepare yourself to have a good time. Just mm-hmm. kind of just suspend belief that, OK, that's ridiculous because they are. But anyways, um, 
the 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 beginning of the movie shows kind of the backstory and the things that we didn't see for Fast Five with the bank vault. And I lean over to Keeks and I'm like, man, Fast Five was a blast. And then Keeks leads over back to me. He's like, yeah, they're uh, reminding everybody this is the good movie that you are not watching today. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's true. You know, it's a, a because of the collateral damage of what happened in Fast Five that happened 10 years ago. And this person hasn't done anything since um, a a fake heist they are made aware of in Rome. So they go to Rome and they're a, they're eventually trapped by the guy who was affected by the heist in Fast Five. And this villain's motives are really weird. Um, it's not really that deep, which is kind of funny. And so the crew gets split up and they're now working to get back together, which is kind of the last three quarters of the movie. They keep talking about this place they're trying to go to and there never feels like any intrigue to get there. Let's talk. Let's talk about Fast Five. It's funny that like we're kind of dunking on it, but I think we overall enjoyed ourselves. Now, oh, my question for you, along with what are your thoughts, was if you just saw this with you or with Kennedy and not with me, would you still give it the same grade? No, if I saw this like by myself uh, or like Kennedy's never seen. No, she's not. I think she's seen maybe one or two, Mm -hmm. but I asked, I invited her like four times. She's like, I'm good. I'm like, okay. (laughs) Um, this movie was definitely heightened with the experience with you. Cause we were laughing. We mm-hmm. were just kind of like leaning over to each other, like talking. Like I even told you a story in the middle of the movie about um, something that was going on anyways. Uh, but yeah, no, it I probably would have been like a C minus two and a half stars had I just watched it by myself, but it was helpful to have you there because there were 10 people in the theater, including us. True. And very appropriate. There is a post credit scene that you and I cheer out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like so in the end of it, too. I was like, what the heck? Like, I couldn't, you know, the thing pops out and then the other person pops out. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, it's just well, we, we will knew, give we that. I'll them. read that tweet when it, you know, when the time comes for spoilers. Yeah, we knew one of them was coming, but we didn't know. I didn't see the other one coming. But mm-hmm. overall, um. With this, with this Fast X movie, uh, it was better to see John Cena in another light. There was F9 was so flat. There was no personality. Jason Momoa adds a lot of charisma. He's a little bit unhinged, which I thought was a blast. I think mm-hmm. you needed to have somebody unhinged and kind of have that charisma back because F9 was just boring. It was boring. There was no personality. Vin Diesel as Dominic Toretto. Let's let's be real. He's not fun on the screen. He's just kind of cool behind the wheel and just kind of with that you know testosterone like family we got this i got it you know what i mean yeah so it was nice to have jason momoa on screen uh some really fun action sequences but there are some really sequences that this movie looks bad some of the lighting was terrible some of the green screen effects were bad uh but i loved the rome sequence with the uh, ball and the time bomb i thought that was really fun that made me laugh some of the dialogue was absolutely horrible and super predictable that we would like whisper underneath our breath before it was said so that was fun to laugh at. And there were times in the movie where I'm like, wait, how do we get here? Who's this person? How do they how do they get here? Um, my biggest critique with this movie is Ludacris, Roman, um, and what's the girl's name? The programmer. Oh, I, I couldn't even give you a and, guess. And hot. Anyways, those four, they need to be in the Rome sequence. That makes sense. Like the first 20 to 30 minutes of the movie. And then afterwards, 
Uh, they keep popping up in the movie, and it, every time they came on screen, I was like, I do not care. Like if you if you nip them out of the rest of the movie after their sequence in Rome, which I get, they need to be there for that. That makes sense. But if you get rid of them, the whole, that that ties up twenty movies, twenty minutes of the movie, makes it a little bit cleaner, makes it a little bit tighter, and makes it a little bit interesting. And again, there was like a sequence of like thirty minutes where we would be with three minutes per each character, and it was just very jumpy of where we were going and that really kind of brought the movie down for me but besides that the sequences were fun and when we were on like our main characters it was a blast so i'm gonna give uh at fast x a c plus sweet had a good time made me smile made me laugh uh but yeah definitely some writing and approaches that i've been like ah, i would have changed that yeah there is a line that says uh where roman says something about rome and uh, Ludacris's character responds saying, man, the only thing you, the only thing that you know about Rome is Roman noodles. And I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe that that was a line in a real movie where it's like not even a good pun. It's like barely a that pun. Was, and there like, that, that. There's at least one moment where I leaned over to you and completed the next line of dialogue. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and like, I don't know how like, there's so many moments where I'm like, wait, how did he know? How did she know where he lives? Or how do they get there? Or where where is this going? So there's a lot of characters that I did not care to see on screen, but the characters that I did care about, specifically Jason Momoa, Toretto, uh, that was the best parts of the movie. Was that kind of um, you know, rivalry there. And the the whip pan. Or not? Why well, was I thinking the whip? Um, I do not know. I had the, the word whip pan in my brain. So, uh, uh, totally off. I don't know why I said that. When you're talking about editing, there's a few things you want to. You know, is there's there's rhythm. You know, your temporal editing, your graphic cuts, your match cuts. You know, smash cuts, and then you've got spatial editing that allows your audience to understand where your characters were, how they traveled, or what kind of happened in between, and how they got there. And there are a few moments where they say something and I'm like, wait, like they, they talk about how Brie Larson's character to like trace back to where she was. And it says Rio de Janeiro. But the last time that we see her is in Naples. So I'm like, how did they track that back? Like, was she in Naples before? I Or unless there's a Naples that's right near Rio de Janeiro and not in Italy. But I really I was just absolutely so confused. And it just goes to show, you know, say what you want about Marvel, but we can at least like it's been 32 movies. And like I, I, I get the feeling that if you have not seen any and you walk in, which I know some people do, you could somewhat understand what's going on and pick up everything in this movie. I've seen all of them. We've seen all of them. I have no idea what's going on. Yeah, absolutely. I, mean, they, none. They, I couldn't they, tell you they, when that <laughs> hacker girl comes into the series. You could tell me it was in the last movie or you could tell me it was in four. And I I, I, I wouldn't be able to tell you. Also, yeah. I don't know it's, how Vin her Diesel name is, keeps leading these movies. Yeah, her name is Ramsey, by the way. She was in Game of Thrones. Natalie oh, Emanuel. Yeah, yeah, that's her. Yeah. But yeah, Vin Diesel leading these movies. I agree. He's not even the best part. Again, he's the one of the worst actors in the whole thing. They're trying to get him to do all this emotional stuff. It does not work. Best part of the movie for me, even though Brian Jr., a.k.a. Dom's son, the kid who plays him, is not a great actor, him with John Cena, it's the best stuff in the movie. Yeah, Hands that stuff down. works. Yeah, yeah. Further that was proving fun. that more 
characters that get brought in are infinitely more fun and interesting than the main character of this franchise. Yeah. That's it. Um, yeah, I agree. Um, I also give it a C plus sweet. I really, I think that, I don't know. I, I honestly think, again, if I wouldn't have seen it with you, I'd be rolling my eyes the whole time. I think it'd be very similar to like a Jurassic World Dominion scenario where I walk uh, out being like, this is like a despoiled. They got to they gotta kill this thing now. But I think the movie's already made like $338 million at the box office. So, yeah, uh, we're at least going to get one more, I would imagine. And do we want to talk about the spoilers? Oh, yeah, let's get into spoilers. Okay, this is like and, big, big spoilers. But, I mean... Props to the, props to you guys if you're skipping this for spoilers for Fast and Furious, but uh, I don't care about spoilers for Fast and Furious. But we'll give you the countdown. So three, two, one, sweet. He's back. Uh, they're back, and she's back. Yes, we Gal have Gadot Gal Gadot. Back. She's not. She's not dead. She's alive. Fell like a hundred feet from a two hundred mile per hour moving plane, but she's alive. Which I can't wait to see how they explain that next movie. Oh, they they probably won't even explain it. (laughs) That was Fast and Furious 6, right? Where she dies with Deckard Mm -hmm. Shaw or with one of the the original Shaw, the younger brother to Jason Statham. I think so. Yeah. And then uh, The Rock is back. The Rock realized Black Adam didn't work out. So he's back. We need him in the franchise. He is so, he flourishes with the Fast and Furious. Let's just call it like it is. He's great. Uh, his last line is awesome. It's like, yes, we got the rock back. Thank goodness. What did he say? He's like, I'm waiting. He's like, I'm easy to find. Yeah. Can I quote it? I'm just going to quote it. I'm, we don't normally quote swear, it. but I'm going to throw the swear word in. He says, I'm right here, you some bitch. And then he breaks the phone. <laughs> and I knew it. I leaned over to you. I was like, he's going to break the phone. And he breaks the uh, phone. And you and I cheered at the end of it. Like the annoying uh, audience members we are. At this yeah, point, what I, I, you know, the tweet that basically says the fast Vin Diesel's just um, uh, bringing together the dead, the dead characters of the old DCEU to make sure they're still making money. And I thought that was very <laughs> funny. I totally forgot that Jason Momoa is Aquaman. We haven't even heard a whiff of that movie. We haven't seen any new stills. We haven't heard. We haven't seen trailers. We haven't seen Jack for that thing, which that's true. Extremely worrying for me. That is true. That's a good point. They might even cut it. <laughs> oh, I would not be surprised if they're like, it's so awful that like we've held on to it for so long that it's burning money. At this point, you have to release it. But oh, if it's... release it. Even if it even if it's bad, people will go and watch it. I'll watch it. Oh, yeah, we'll so... watch it. But Tim also made a good point last take of like, yeah, the only people I know that saw, I don't even remember what movie he talked about, are people the with Meg. movie podcasts. The, the Meg. Meg. The only people that saw the Meg are people with movie podcasts, and like that was the truest statement I've heard in a while. Yeah, we did. We did go watch that in theaters, and we will be there for the second one. Sure will for the trench. Yeah, I uh, I love Jason Momoa and Fast and Furious. The Rock will be great. Gal Gadot bring her back. But yeah, it's true. Vin Diesel, Fast, the Fast series. They're they're looking out for those DCEU characters. So it's unfortunate, but hey, go get that bag. Making sure they feed their families. Okay, my question for you is. What is the final team up scenario going to look like in this third part of Fast X? It's got to be everybody. It's got to be yeah. everybody. I mean, 
here's the other spoiler. John Cena dies in this. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. Is he still dead? He might not be. I will not be surprised if they bring him back. I I think he is. He he blew up in a car. And I think he's probably got more uh, obligations with, like, DC and stuff like that. Yeah, Peacemaker. So... We'll see if he comes back. But yeah, I think I think they're bringing back, you know, the original crew from like Fast Five and they're going to be like they probably realize, OK, Fast Five was our best movie. Why? Oh, these people were in it. OK, let's let's bring these people back. Um, I think I think that's probably what it is. It's going to be them driving down like a desert or. The desert or snow, like ice, has always made a really fun thing for them. They're probably going to drive down or the jungle in their own like cars in like a V formation as they all drive with Dom leading the charge. It's like we've all thought that Dom was dead, and then he comes up from the back and he slots into that front side and leads the charge with all of them in their own individual cars. Stamp it. Bring me on as a writer. I mean. You I love, I'm in that that will get chills down everybody's spine. I'm in. I think that's great. And it'll do like the the little like window thing where it where it uh, dollies back through all of the different windows, revealing all the characters as they as they look to the middle at Dom and Dom looks at him and then he says something about something says, I thought it was about family or something or he'll let's say something about that. And he'll say. It always was. And then bam, something it'll end with family and then they'll all zoom off and kill Jason Momoa's character, whatever happens and drive off into the sunset. Yep. yep. I like it. I like it. Mm-hmm. And then his son will then take the the, the helm. They'll cast yep. something new and he'll take the, the realm because that's what they're setting up. Uh, his son will be the new guy and that will they'll probably they'll probably kill the franchise for about five years after. Ten, this. Yeah, I think five to ten. And then they'll 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 rehash where Dominic's son is now leading the charge, hundred percent. And I I actually think that Dom is gonna die. I do think that Dom is gonna die at the very very end. This movie has no stakes, but I'm uh, I would be pretty confident that like he'll die, and then Vin Diesel will kind of appear as a weird force ghost in ten years when they reboot it. Yeah, it'll be like oh Brian's memories of his dad. Yes. Okay. Yeah. And that's how he'll be involved. I like it. Hey, keep making fun movies. Keep them silly. I'm in. So they sure do rock, don't they? They do. Anything yeah. else? That's it. No, I mean, I guess go see it. Like, go see it with a group of people where you'll have fun. If you go by yourself, you're just going to kind of think about the current state of films and like just <laughs> how how like this movie costs like $340 million to make. And you'll be like, where did the money go? And that's going to bum you out. So just don't think about that. Yeah, just have have a good time. Go see it with some buddies. Yeah, I like exactly. it. Nice buddy date well, night. Yeah, that's what we did, and we had Halo. It was great. great. Um, let's take thirty-five. Uh, next week I'm gone, and then the week after that we are going to be doing our Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse take. So I'd imagine not, not next sure we week have... it's the Little Mermaid. Yeah, are you going to review that with Becky? Probably. Yeah, we'll probably go see it. Maybe see a fun movie okay. club wants to come on as well, but uh, who they're probably not willing to see that one. I am willing to see it though. I'm willing to give it a shot. I'm willing to see if it's interesting. I'm, I'm curious. There's a mm-hmm. part of me that doesn't want to see it, but there's a part of me. I agree. I have the movie FOMO like you. It's like yeah. sometimes I have to see something just to know and get my own, get my own. Take. I watched Pinocchio, so if I watched Pinocchio, I, I'll, I'll freaking watch anything. Um, <laughs> yeah, but yeah. thank you everyone for listening. 
as always, we had a great time. And TC, why don't you go ahead and uh, everyone go watch Right Club this week. Come to the premiere or buy it on Friday uh, on YouTube. Five bucks. And stay so sweet. Sweet. Sweet.